Here we are in the second week of Advent. While every liturgical season has kind of a feel, uh, Lent is more solemn, sad, Easter is joyful and thankful, Advent has always had this idea of longing and expectation and kind of us preparing ourselves. And each Sunday of Advent, we'll have a different kind of specialized take on this theme. And this week, I kind of want to talk about first, how God wants into our lives, and then second, some of the things that can block that. How can we have a misunderstanding of how God wants into our lives? So let's begin. First, how does God desire to be with us? I think for most people, especially here in the West, we have this view about God where we imagine him, he's on a mountaintop somewhere, and then my spiritual life is, well, I'll, I'll climb that mountain, I'll do things to get to him. And while this image of a mountain climbing can be helpful and is used by some of the saints, I feel it has like a major drawback for a lot of people. The mountaintop image of God can make him feel far away, and it makes us think like, I'm not going to get anywhere unless I do, unless I do all the work. And that can be very overwhelming for people, and then they just don't attempt anything. But this Advent, if you happen to feel that way, kind of examine your heart. Do I feel that way? I want you to meditate in a different way. God is not somewhere who far off and then waiting for us to get to him. Actually, the opposite is true. God is making the first move to you. From the moment you wake up to the time you go to bed, God is in truth pursuing you and pursuing your attention. He loves you, and he loves you perfectly. He's so in love with you individually that he just waits on bated breath for you to turn to him. And I know a lot of times you say God loves you, and it's hard because you're sitting in a congregation. So you think God loves you as in a general term. So, But I wish I could look at you each in the individually in the eyes to say, like, God loves you specifically. Yes, he has to be subtle, if he appeared right before you in plain sight, then the rest of your life you would have to follow his rules, have to follow his commands. And that's not love, that's tyranny. So that's the catch. Even though God is constantly pursuing us, he has to be subtle to preserve your freedom. But this is our first point. God is the first mover, always pursuing us but we need to create a habit of turning our attention toward him to reciprocate. But this brings us to our second point. If God desires to be in my life, what's preventing me or what can block me from responding? And here's where the gospel points out a big one. John the Baptist is going after the Pharisees and the Sadducees. These are a group of people who, who call themselves religious leaders but in a lot of ways, they're actually the problem. John calls them a brood of vipers because I think their, their faith has nothing to it. Their faith is, is, isn't real, and that can be poisonous to people around them. They don't have a real connection with God, but they still try to rule and manipulate and talk about God, but they use them as kind of a threat, saying things like, if you don't do this, you're going to be condemned. This Advent, if you feel like you have a conflict with, with Christ's church or a barrier with God because of people who have acted like the Pharisees or the Sadducees, 
then it's time to remove that problem. You and I simply have to shift our focus. If there was someone who was either like disingenuous or didn't have a real faith and they were, and you could feel it and it, and it kind of made you uneasy about faith in general, then you and I simply have to move our focus away from them and then the truth of our, and towards the truth of our first point. A genuine connection with God begins with him pursuing us in a healthy, good way. The people came to John the Baptist because he had a genuine connection with God. And then they wanted it too. They desired it too. And so today, how about we'll, we'll talk about how do you develop a real, actual, genuine connection with God? I would say there were two things that John the Baptist did. First, he just preached the basics, the very simple truths. And then second, he, dis- he helped people discover how they should connect with God individually, like what, what in their life needed God. So first, we need to do the same thing. First, let's, we need to connect with the basics again. Make Advent a time of kind of rediscovery, where you suspend everything you know about Jesus and maybe even go back to the beginning. What did he actually do? What did he actually say? The basics are when we, we get our questions re-answered or new ones answered, and then the topics of the, the conflicts that are with you know, the church and the world, they're addressed head on. They're not put to the side, they're addressed head on. I would say here at church, we have programs like RCIA that are focused on the basics. And that would be a good beginning step to an authentic counter with God. So the first part is if you want something genuine, what are the basics for you? What do you need to re-enter to into this Advent season? And then the next step, John the Baptist taught people, you specifically need this in your life in order to connect with God. For the Pharisees and Sadducees, he called them out. You guys need a real connection with God, not this highfalutin, you do the right things, you say the right things, but in your heart, you need to repent and connect with God. Honestly, this is a huge step that a lot of people don't take. It begins with examining our own lives. In my own life, what are some of the negative things I do need to remove because they're weighing me down? And then what are the positive things that I should add in order to enhance my life, in order to make me love life? In short, knowing these things are actually the clearest ways to understand where I need God. I think we as humans, we tend to acknowledge the negatives that we need to remove and the positives we need to add. We think we have to do these things before approaching God. As if we have to take care of these things before a real connection with God could happen. But actually the opposite is true. Identifying where we need change simultaneously identifies where I need God. The connection and relationship with God is going to inspire and motivate you to real change. I think it's why there's great successes in programs like Alcoholics Anonymous. One of the steps is acknowledging a higher power. Real change can come from recognizing that God is God and he wants to help and I am not God and I need help. So if you find yourself stuck with impatience, locked in apathy, reacting with anger, succumbing to lust, 
you're actually identifying the places where you are going to connect to God the deepest. Those are the places where prayer becomes real and genuine. I hope to develop more places here at the parish where we can help guide people to the second step, where it's like they know the basics, they know about God, but they want something real and deeper. It's on all of our hearts here at the parish, like how can we develop this and get you to that deeper level? So please know that we want to help and we're developing ways here at the parish to, to move people from the step of the basics to discovering how God can change your life. So overall, our first point today about Advent was God is constantly pursuing you. He's the one who wants into our lives. We just have to turn toward him. And then our second point is there are blocks that don't make us want to turn towards him or don't make me want to add God to my life. John pointed out disingenuous people who didn't have a real faith, and that can make it undesirable for us. So if you've had this bad experience in some way, it's time to shift the focus away from them and towards the real connection with God. And then let's just follow exactly what John the Baptist did. He started with the basics, and he deepened it by helping people understand where do you need God. So as we continue, take this practice to heart of meditating on the negatives I would love out of my life and the positives I want to add. Because those are the places that God can enter into your life this Advent season.